Welcome back to One More and We All Go. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. And I'm Terry. Terry, how are you, man? I'm good today. All right, yeah. Hey, yeah. thanks for coming down to Skinny Calf. Not a problem. Glad to have you here. So, this is kind of uh, weird. We've never done one on a Saturday afternoon. A matinee, if you will. <laughs> yeah, we should get a studio audience down here. Well, but we've talked about we can't be drunk on weeknights all the time. All the time. So that's why we're trying to pregame for tonight's evening's events. Gotcha. So, so, so I think it'll lead into on. a good night. Yeah, I think so. So, Terry, you've been around our hometown here most of your life, haven't you? That is correct. So you're Gradu- a Carson kid? I am. Graduated in 1983. I was uh, I was still shitting my pants. That's a few years ago, yes. <laughs> 40 by my count. Uh, for the record, <laughs> uh, the, notes from the, the notes from the last show are going to go ahead fine with these two. Okay, okay. We'll go yeah. raw dog, yeah. gambling, and boobs also with Terry. Yeah. Uh, but, My favorite things. Well, they would all make sense now because that, those would all be played. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So uh, you you grew up around here. Uh, what what growing up in your childhood? How many brothers sisters you got? I have in the home place. Three brothers, three sisters, or two brothers, three sisters is what I got. Uh, grew up in a small town, small household. The farm out west of town where your dad lived up until whatever, 10 years ago, you grew up right there? That is correct, right outside of Trainer. Yep. Mm, one of those so guys. was it a coin flip on whether you were going to be a Carson kid or a Trainer guy? Yes, I lived on the other side of the road. I would have been a Trainer kid. Woo, you know? <laughs> I lucky. had that luxury of riding the bus. <laughs> oh, man, it's like an hour trip. Uh, First from... one on, last one off. Yeah. Great setup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do, uh, I substitute bus drive. Uh, for the Riverside School District, and that's one of the things I'm like, these kids are, uh, I should just mess up the route one day yeah, and just drive to the last kid's house and work my way back to Run the bus it backwards. barn. Yeah. If you know it well enough, and I bet those kids would appreciate it. Oh, I know I would have. Until their mom's like, you were home by yourself for an hour? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of had to watch out. You'd fall asleep and they'd leave you on the bus once in a while, so. Now there's an alarm. Oh. You, when you get back to the bus barn, you have to, there's an alarm that goes off and you had to go walk all the way to the back to shut it off it's hard to do that with your blinders on not looking at the kids i want extra paperwork (laughs) (laughs) because you're still part-time bus driving a little bit in the afternoons aren't you yep just when they need me so it's brothers and sisters uh all your brothers and sisters you have neighbor kids that came over and all that stuff or is it just you and your your crew hanging out on the ranch actually we run a little shop out to the house so we uh we always had people around the house i mean everybody ate at the house Getting your vehicle worked on, uh, you would eat at our house. That's that's service. Yeah. Come in for an oil change and a... So is that for profit or just for friends? That's small town USA. <laughs> so I didn't know if that was your dad running service out of there or just all your buddies come over and fix no, their shit? we actually run a shop and got paid for it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. A, a profit organization for hopes. And then mom yeah. was just like, I better make them dinner. Well, well, she was an old lady, and that's what they did. You Everybody know. eats. Everybody yep. eats at 12 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> i got to get my oil changed on spaghetti night. <laughs> yep. So in your uh, your peewee years, you know, when you're five, six, running around, your earliest memories, what were some things you remember you and your brothers, sisters, neighbor kids running around doing, getting in trouble? Because I know there was some trouble. Oh, yeah. When I, we lived in Minden, Iowa, our neighbors had 13 kids. And there was six of us. So the Sheckenders? It was the. Um, <laughs> is it, isn't is there really? Isn't there thirteen Sheckenders? Their name was Snickers, Whitey and Mabel. Oh, okay. But uh, we kind of ate at Weber's house, and I remember sitting at their table with, you know, 
all them kids and everybody eating at one table. How many families are here? Yeah. <laughs> that would be like a boardroom. Well, that's a, that, that, that was a big table. <laughs> what was the, the Duggars that show you that the Duggar show used to be on where they had oh, yeah. 22 kids or something? 17 and counting or something? Yeah. yeah. That was a deal. Yeah, you know what causes that? Yeah, that's probably my earliest memory, I would say. So your neighbors admitted and couldn't read, so they just banged yes. all the time. I imagine they must have been Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> my grandma had 10 kids, and that was always my joke, because she wasn't a big reader. <laughs> right. <laughs> she found otherwise occupy her time. Yeah. 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 So what, uh, I know, for everybody who doesn't know, you're big motorhead. What was your first motorized hobby? Well, my first motorized hobby, I think, was a mini bike. Man, that was a nice rig. A little Honda 70s or something? Oh, no. It was one of the old bricks and Stratton style. Yep. Yep. Rode that everywhere. Homemade? Like out of pallets? And pretty, the close. Old lawnmower yep, pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Opened her up a little bit and get yep. 23 out of her instead of 18. Absolutely. So about the, the mini bike, there had to be some good wrecks. Oh, I, yes. I, I always tell my kids, I... I hope the first wreck doesn't hurt you because you know they're going to bicycles, skateboards, motorcycles. You just hope they learn from the first wreck and doesn't hurt them. You remember that? Oh, yes. You didn't I don't learn, know, did I, you? I don't think I learned much, though. No. Because there were several <laughs> after that. Well, how did it go down? The wreck? Yeah, the first wreck. The first wreck, let me think here, where, when it was. Oh, heck, I think I was... Uh, well, I remember the neighbor's dog was chasing me down the hill, and I it pretty much run about as fast as my mini bike did. So I shot down the hill, <laughs> jumped the bank, and wiped out. <laughs> and you got, they got your leg bit. <laughs> and, and for the record, don't let facts ruin a good story while yeah. we're here. Did you do any sports there in elementary, or did they have oh, sports? Oh, yeah, we wrestled when we were kids. Uh, did you do any good wrestling? Did you... No, I wasn't that good. I, I tried, though. That's all you could do. Yep, just put some effort into it. Yeah. Did you and your brothers get along pretty well in your your family, or did Absolutely. you spend a lot of time with neighbor kids, or just you and your family playing? Uh, it was pretty much our family. We didn't have a whole lot of kids around us that was neighbor-wise, so we all right. got along with each other. Yeah. Any animals? You have horses, dogs, cats, all that I stuff? Have dogs, Chores. yes. Yeah. You've always been kind of a dog guy. You've had yeah. a lot of dogs. Yes, I've known I you. What's the what's the best dog you've ever had? Well, I think Pickles. When he got his leg cut off by a sickle mower, he was one of my favorites. wasn't the smartest, but he was. No, he apparently was not. <laughs> Did it take you very long to catch him, or? No, he come right back to the house. Yeah, we put him down. No, well, I mean with the sickle mower. I mean, I didn't know how fast he was running. Like I'm gonna get him. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't me that got him. Yeah. No, I mean, you had, to feel, you had to feel pretty bad, though. Yeah. Whoever was driving that. Yeah, cut his yeah. leg off. I, you know there wasn't a cab on the tractor. I ran over my dog's head one time with a planter. Ooh. Yeah, oh, and when we got that St. Bernard we have now, I was planting corn out there at the house, and I he was following me around. He was kind of a pup. I'm like, God, he's getting close. And we're planting pretty high rate of speed, and I go to turn right, and I look back on my left side, and that planter's 40 foot wide and way out there in the end is the wing wheel. And it's just coming across his head, and I can see his head getting thinner as it's going on his head. <laughs> and I see his jaw pulling away from his face. I'm like, oh, oh my no. God. First thing I thought, I'm going to have to tell my wife I just ran over our brand new dog. Well, not brand new, but we'd had him since he yeah. was 10 weeks old. And he's or you're going to have to pick it up and move it to the road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was behind the house right where everything was going down. And like, oh, shit. And so Kids I, are watching out the back window. <laughs> I was going up a hill, and I, I clutch out of it, luckily, and I, I was able to roll back, and he gets up, and his jaw is pointing straight down. Oof. I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. I'm going to have to shoot the fucker now. Right. Which would have been better off just to kill him. Yeah. 
and he goes up on a terrace and shakes his head, and his jaw whips back into place. Runs the house, hadn't been in the field since. So well, I guess he this is the, then, this, this is rare, Terry, because this is how Jessica finds. No, out. no, she's heard she's heard the story, but uh, I I thought for sure I'd killed him. I I don't know it dislocated or something, but he, it wow flipped back into place. But <laughs> when he got up, his jaw was pointing straight down. Yikes! Wow. Yeah. Anyway, about your dogs. And he still hasn't yawned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does not taking a chance again. <laughs> then we get tinnitus. So you you chase pickles with a sickle mower. You had the mini bike. You yeah. and your brother and sisters. Uh, what about some firearms? There's always a good pellet oh, gun or some story. You know, I think probably our best firearm story was we used to shoot guns out to Adam Patrick's house out okay. there on the curve. Yep. And uh, old George Carlton was uh, setting a sign up and somebody shot. It's Ooh. like, whew, that was a close one. That's probably one of my memorable deals. And Were you of there? Course, you know, I got out of my truck one night and cocked my gun in it. Shot down at the neighbors. That kind of scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just checking to see if it was still there? Yeah, I, I was cocking it to see if there was a bullet in it. And I let go of it. It went off. <laughs> oh, don't want to do that again. I hope, then you looked around and see if anybody saw it first, didn't you? Exactly. Let's get, make sure I didn't shoot Donnie. Were you up there at Adams when uh, old Scarecrow broke his neck? Mm-mm. Oh, our, our buddy Rod. We'll have to get him on sometime. I was going to say, don't tell that story. Yeah, we'll have to. Get, I'm hoping we can get him on sometime. But uh, so, you're, you're, did you shoot a hole in the pickup or just down towards the neighbors? Yeah, just one? down to neighbors. I was luckily out of the truck at that point. Yeah. So, did, how old were you at that point? Oh, I was probably about 35, I think. Oh, I was, old. I was thinking old you're like 16. No. Better. no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm 15, 16 years old, getting home from school. Yeah, play with a gun. <laughs> Just no. twirl it on one finger. <laughs> it was the yesterday know. afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> funny. <laughs> so, uh, but back there at the home ranch, uh, what about getting to school? Did you guys, who was the first one to drive? Who's the oldest? Actually, probably that lived with me. My brother's quite a bit older than me, so he never really lived with us okay. when I was growing up. So uh, I would say probably Paula. Okay. And, uh, and she had to shuffle all you to school when she got well, old enough? No, I'd just take her car and she rode the bus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a nice brother. Right, right. I'm like 13, she's 16, you know. Well, probably better driver than her, I'm guessing. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully she's Still listening. Still that way today. Right. <laughs> Any good stories? Did you ever get in trouble with the law with the in high school with the fuzz? Oh, yeah. They used to chase us home and all kinds of fun what stuff. What vehicle? I had an old 75 Chevelle. Run that thing everywhere in school. Run pretty hot? Thought it did. <laughs> as far as 15-year-olds go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thought it was hot. Went to school in trainer? Uh, I went to school in Carson. Okay. Oh, I guess you went over that. Yeah. Trainer boy? Yeah. No, I'm not a trainer boy. But it, how did that car come to his demise? Blow it up or wreck oh, it? That's I usually wrecked. the two options for high school cars. You either blow them up or wreck them. Oh, I wrecked it. What Got about that out of the way. Your, your first car, did you blow it up or wreck it? Uh, it quit running. Ran out of oil, probably. Yeah. Um, you let Brad drive it. Yeah. No, I think it was the I think the tragedy of the Jetta was that it it quit running, like the battery had died, and it sat out in front of someone's house for too long, and they had it towed off. Really? Yep. Like up at Dave's or something? Yeah. Oh man, that's tragic. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Lost your first love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's your two options: the high school car, because you either oh, yeah. don't change oil and they just get crudded up oil and yeah. go to knocking. 
the the story of how I got that was my mom was driving the car, and the the hub just fell off, like the whole wheel just fell off as she hmm. was driving it. And she said, "If you can fix it, it's yours." Damn right, I'll fix so, it. I don't know John Hutsey. So I got one of them Chilton magazines from the library. Oh, and uh, resourceful. Yeah, and uh, and fixed her up, and yeah, never had a problem with that hub again. We didn't have Google at that point. Nope. No. Back in no YouTube. It. No. That'd have been '97. Uh, thereabouts. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't. We weren't driving. We were freshmen. Nope. But, oh, you was. Well, yeah. not legally. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not to school. But uh, so your first car was a Chevelle. What year would that have been? It'd have been a '75. That's kind of a hot commodity now, though. Oh wouldn't man, it, be? it had swivel bucket seats. I was hot shit. Factory? Factory swivels in it. Holy shit, that would have been cool. Yeah. So did it not have a console? It had a console, but uh, you push a little deal and you swivel the bucket to get out. Oh, to not to. I was thinking to the back seat. I'm like, why the hell do you want to swivel in the back seat? But you had to get out. It makes more uh, sense. You know why you swivel in the back. Right? Well, I understand that, but I was trying, <laughs> especially back in '74. I know you got kids. <laughs> I've seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a movie on it with Frank once. <laughs> I think they were trying not to get pregnant. Oh yeah, the movie we watched. Mm. Right. Yeah. So you got the Chevelle. What about high school sports? Uh, high school sports, I played football when I was a freshman, sophomore. Safety? And, uh, what's that? Were you a safety? Nah, I was a guard. Oh, okay. I thought guy of your stature. And you know. Pulling yep. guard? Yep. All right. Yeah. He's quick. Did your Did team do any speed? good? No. <laughs> Not at all. I had Lumpy and Easton and all of us. Still no power out of no, that? No, no power there. Oh, man. I, I don't, our team, well... I was gone our senior year, so that didn't work. But yeah, uh, well, well, that's why we didn't do real well, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I played the freshman year and sophomore year, junior year. I took off to work and chase girls, and then I was coming back senior year, then all downhill from there. That's yeah, we uh, we quit the yeah. same week, you and I. Yeah, I think it was just because he made us run, and it was like, oh, it's hot out here, my vagina hurts, and no, I quit. Well, I th- I quit because I was a senior, and he flat out told me that I wasn't going to get any playing time. I was like, well, then I'll play JV. I don't care. Right. He's right. like, uh, we don't normally play seniors on JV. Hmm. I was like, so I'm just going to come practice football then. Yeah. yeah. All right, then I'm not going to do this. I'll, yeah. I'll do something else with my time. Damn you, Marv. Yep. They so, put me in with the head state. Yep. We could have <laughs> went to state that year. <laughs> I've heard that comment. I, w- I was at a party. And there was a guy saying that, man, if they'd have put me in, we'd have won that state. And I thought for sure this fucker was joking. I'm like, oh, that's funny. He was serious, huh? He was serious as a goddamn heart attack. Oof. I had to take myself out of the situation because I could not stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he, was, he really meant it. And he's, he was 50 years old. That's Yeah, the glory days. Something wrong with 50 years old? No, but you're not reminiscent about that last play in high school where you no. could have been somebody that day. We would have had a problem seven years ago if you had a problem with 50-year-olds, Brad. <laughs> right. right. Mind you, Frank and I are dressed for a 2000 Revenition uh, uh, gathering this evening, so yeah. I've got my choker on and my, my Kyocera brick phone. Yeah, yeah, Brad's got a tight shirt on. It's looking swole <laughs> in the beer gut area. I couldn't find my puka shell necklace. Uh, I see you. you yeah, right. that's... Jess said, have your shells. I don't know if I got shells, but I got this sweet choker from... Yeah. Spencer's, wherever the hell I got it from. <laughs> Spencer's, I think we talked about this last time, but I think Spencer's is just a dick just, shop now. Just a dildo factory. Yeah, just yeah. a dildo shop now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I cha- don't know what Spencer's is, I uh, guess. It's, uh, it's, it's a it's shop at the mall for the dildos. It doesn't have any dildos. Yeah. 
No, I, I am the dildo. <laughs> That's all she needs. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and we're getting off the rails there. Okay, so sorry, sorry, sorry. you're you're moving up towards high school year. Uh, you got the Chevelle. Yeah. So after the Chevelle, and then how long did you keep that around? Well, I wrecked it probably after about two years. And then I decided, well, my parents decided that I needed a job. That makes sense. Yeah, so yep. I started working at that gas station in Underwood for about seven years, pumping gas and fixing tires. Is that, did you get your, the motor oil in your veins from working up there from your dad, or where'd you get that from? That's ah, from dad. Yep. You guys have, always been gearheads. Yeah, we've always worked on cars. Yeah. So you had a shop we at did. your house. We did. And he made you go to Underwood for Actually, for a job? I kind of wanted to. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know, get away from the house. I get it. Yeah. Work night shift, too. It was a good gig. You do your research where Underwood girls, the hottest girls in Absolutely. the area? I pumped their gas, dude. Yeah. I had yeah. this going on. Yeah. He said gas, the gas with the G. Buzzing. Is that the one right off the turnpike there by yes. Jack Links? Yes, it All is. Right. All right. Yeah, that, that place is... Uh, it was hopping. That no-tail motel right there was probably a lot classier than it is now. That it looks was ours. This... That was part of it. Oh, back in the day. Well, I don't think they've Pumping changed any. Changing sheets. Yeah. I don't think they've the done anything to it the since then. There too. I don't think they've changed that hotel since then. It's yeah. looking it's, a little rundown. It's still the same setup it was when I yeah. worked there yeah. 25 years. I haven't been more now. 35 years I, ago. Well, you can get a no-tell motel by the hour, Kratom, and a subway all at the same stop now. So how do you know this? Yeah. Well, we go up to Underwood all the time. It's oh, all there. Gotcha. Yeah, we went to subway there just three weeks ago. Yeah. Every window has a great view of hepatitis scenery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that way back in the day, too. People coming in, the people you would see was just crazy. Did you ever have any uh, good interstate weary traveler stories? Oh, yeah. Actually, I got some pretty cool ones. Actually, I rem remember the old phone booths yeah. where they didn't have cell phones. Yeah. And everybody used phone booths. I remember... Uh, I was pumping gas, and I look over, and there's this dude in L.A. Lakers sweats on. He had to bend down and lean in the phone booth to talk on the phone. It was Charles Barkley, wasn't it? I don't know who it was. It had to have been Jabbar. All I know is he was <laughs> tall with his head stuck in there talking on that phone. Like, wow, that's kind of weird. Big dude. <laughs> that's pretty good. They, that had to have been a Laker then. Yeah. I you would, would, I, you well, would think. I know maybe they don't wear their Laker. Yeah, that, nope. Somebody that bought a set at, you know, Sears or something like yeah. that. There's no other <laughs> options than it had to be a famous Laker. Yep. Yeah, he was tall. He was to me anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Did did you ever have trouble with the drive-offs up there? I've always wondered that because, you know, a young guy like yourself. and a Brad, gas was like. 45 I was cents just a gallon. Say, you realize gas was, I think when I worked there, gas was 70 cents. Was, and diesel fuel was like 40. Was it a full service pump? Yes. You had to okay. wash the windows, check the oil. Okay. So that, that probably cuts down on drive offs too when they're standing right there. I'll tell you what was really hard is finding the gas cap on a lot of cars. Oh, but all oh, behind the. the yeah, they were all hidden. You know, yeah. some of them had them in the tail light back then and everything else. The hell that was. I don't know. Yeah, the, that's true. Yeah, they had the license plates fall because I had a Delta ADA. It was in the license plate yep. in the SN. What about you, Frank? Where do you hide your junk? Yeah. Um, I just, you know, normal. where do you get filled up at? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly that hotel in Underwood. <laughs> so, well, Frank, what was your your job question? You always got uh, the the very first job that you had, to, Terry, that you had to pay taxes. That was Underwood. Underwood, Skelly Shack. You know, I made three thirty five an hour plus Ooh, tips. Worked there seven years, and I quit at four bucks. Man. I was killing it. Did you get tips? 
occasionally. So the, little after hours work. This would have been the early eighties. <laughs> well, it would have been no, it'd been the late seventies. All right, so you're not doing too bad. No, because in in ninety five, I was still making five bucks an hour, so I wow. can't complain. That makes me feel better now. Yeah, because it only took fifty years to feel better about it. <laughs> 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 so you worked up there. Then um, your your second vehicle. You you graduate from school. What year did you graduate? If you want, I to graduated share? in eighty three. Right. And I'm trying to even think what I had for a vehicle. Well, how young were you when you worked at Underwood? If you graduated in 83 and you're driving. I started there when I was 13 and I drove up there. Huh. I was just doing the math on that. I'm no math yeah. whiz, but yeah. like, you must have been pretty young. I was. I was. Well, my brothers worked there. My sisters worked there. Everybody in my family worked for that place. Okay. My brother worked there all full time. But um, Did the sisters do automotive stuff? Were they in the hotel changing seats? They had seats a restaurant and... next door. Oh, yeah. They yeah. worked at the restaurant. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Family organ guests pretty well run the show. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that, but we were there. Yeah. So you, you run the show up there, graduate in 83. Where'd you head after school? Well, after I got out that, uh, I seemed to get in a little trouble with my driving habits. So I uh, <laughs> went to Texas and worked. That's uh, a heavy place to go. Yeah, I went to Dallas, driver. Texas and worked heavy highway. And boy, that was an eye opening experience. That was one PCI we talked about a while back, yeah, wasn't it? That was yeah. Jensen I worked for. But yeah, you worked. 100 hours a week, and the people you work for were different than what we are out here. Yeah. I mean, you make good money, but you're working so, 100 so hours a week. $4 an hour? No, I made, what did I make out there? I think I made 11 Ooh. Man, I was killing it. But you're not kidding. On the, When you work out of town like that, those guys on the road, there's nothing to do but work. You just supposed to stay out there. From That is what you did. While we paved, we would, I was the mechanic on the site, so you, uh, you work constantly. Yeah. That, dark to dark. That doesn't sound like any fun. It really wasn't a lot of fun, but I probably needed to uh, work. Get so, appreciation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a work ethic. Grow up, I should so say. So would, would you have been 19 when you went down there? Yes, I was, I think. So was the drinking age still 18 at then? Yes. So did you still make time to go out and have a few Chardonnays? Yes, we did. They had this little strip down there called Harry Hines. Had all kinds of nice bars. That sounds like, a, sounds like a titty bar. Sounds like it, a gay bar. Harry well, Hines. actually, it's the whole strip is titty bars. So okay. Pretty much. <laughs> what was hard to, hard to believe I would have went The whole there. landing strip. Uh, yeah. what, what was the address? <laughs> <laughs> Been a few years, but I'm sure I could drive there. <laughs> in San Antonio? It was in Dallas. Dallas? All right. So, uh, what was your first ever uh, out-of-town, that was your first ever out-of-town job. Yep. So, your first ever out-of-town altercation at a bar. Because I've known you, and I've been out of town with you several times. Yeah. And I know there had to be one down there. You know, honestly, down there, I hung out with a different group, actually, and I never had much trouble down there, because they were all from there, and yep. they knew where to go, knew everybody. and So, that was a pretty good deal down there. No altercations. I was going to say, Rolled normally when you're hanging out with the townies, they know all the trouble right. to get into. No drunk drivings, no nothing. I didn't get in any trouble. I call there. bullshit. You live down it's there working out of town. And no altercations. Texas, yeah. we, we'd get done working, go home, read scripture. It was a great place <laughs> <Yeah>. to live. <laughs> I ain't said I stayed home. I just locked out and didn't get caught <laughs> for once. All right. So you get down there. You're working on your own. You're out from under anybody you know. Nobody you mm -hmm. knew was down there, oh, right? I was all by myself. Okay. Yeah. Did you like that? Was it no, a little it scary? Was, uh, like I said, it was an eye-opening experience. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this, Terry. What possessed you to just pack up and go to Texas to do this? I was in trouble around here for driving under suspension. I mean, you could have went everywhere, anywhere. 
Well, actually, uh, Gary Forstall was running the company at the time, and he was Dad's neighbor. And he asked me if I wanted a job, and this was like a Friday. He said, be there the following Tuesday. So he gave me three days to get down there. So yep. And 19. Stuff up and left. Couldn't, well, you couldn't come back because of the warrant. Yeah, well, I did, and they <laughs> stuck me in jail for 30 days. But well, fuck, <laughs> as soon as I joke. got back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> had you ever driven long? I mean, had been on a big road trip by yourself up until no. then? No. So well, how was that? I mean, your first time out it in like, was, the it real was world? Interesting, yeah. It's like Velma and Louise, just yeah. Terry? Yeah, it was something different. Long, uh, I think the speed limit was 55, and it was 12 hours Ooh. to Dallas from here. Did you have a mullet? Nah. I never did get a girl long hair. Dad cut that shit Because I'm just guessing. I can see you driving, singing songs, your hair's blowing in the wind, mm-hmm. heading to Texas. Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same car, got the big yeah. spoiler on back. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was an experience. It was good. So how long did you stick around down there? One year. Okay, with the company or just that job? Same, or? That job was Dallas Parkway, and it was like a three-year job. I did a year of it. Okay, just got fed up with it. So, what, what was next on your list? Well, the next on the list is where I work right now. No Ooh. shit. I've been there thirty-six years with Bachman. All right. So, well, explain a little bit what you do there. Well, turn I'm it over. A, I run asbestos abatement jobs and demolition. We we do a little bit of everything. Tuck pointing. Uh, Rebuild small drywall. What's on what? What'd you say? Hazardous demolition or high risk demolition? Uh, anytime they do any work, you have to remove the hazmats before you knock the building down. Right. Whether it be asbestos or chemicals, uh, things it could like that. be asbestos, could be mercury, lead, flood, anything. Where that would is. mercury be? And the thermostats and stuff so like just that. The little thermostats. You just got to go in there with run the around and all that stuff out. Yeah. So. All those mesothelioma commercials I hear, do they make those just for you or do they well, let other people? you know, you think that the legacy period's what, 20 years? I'm 36 into it, so. Yep. Do you guys have to test for lung trouble with all your asbestos? Yes, we do, every year. Yep. And I'm assuming you're still clear? Yes. What's that test? That is a you have to blow pulmon- that? Yeah, you got to blow into your pulmonary, which yeah. is a horrible test. Yeah. And then, of course, they do blood and physical you do a physical every time. Well, I remember you telling me you got got paged out to a call. Was it Eastern Iowa when the Mississippi flooded to a bank? Oh, yes. We worked at the uh, uh, Cedar Rapids down for Wells Fargo down there. That was a very interesting job. I uh, We demoed the whole thing. It had flooded to the top of the first floor. Whoa. And this was a historical building, and it had a mural inside. So we had to dry the building out and make sure we didn't crack that mural he couldn't drive too fast and slow and of course we demoed everything out cleaned it all up and it was very interesting uh took some gold bars out of it counted change five gallon bucket of dimes is like twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> I mean, little weird stuff like that we figured out but interesting well i remember there was one you said that same job the guy's like yep this is everything in here is junk yep. and then you got in there and found a wad of cash didn't oh, you we i actually i was cl- I got a break into two vaults. I broke into the main he says vault. Get to. He's like a kid yeah. on I mean, Christmas. This is, this is fun <laughs> stuff for me back in the day. I, Mr. Diebold is actually the guy that builds locks. So he was the one that designed them really fancy doors on the vaults. You ever been into a bank where you open the door and they're great big heavy things? And they lock on every corner. Yeah, and they're all <laughs> fancy, you know. Yeah. 
Anyway, he's one that made those. Well, he made this door, but he was retired, so I had to cut a hole in the side of the vault for him to get in. And I went in there with this old guy. And uh, he cleaned it all up, and that was on. They run those uh, doors on a time lock, which is the old wind-up wristwatch-style time lock. You know, they click. They only open at 7 in the morning, you know, stuff like that. It was was interesting to me because that bank was built in the early 1900s. And they had technology to build a door like that. That's pretty, yeah. 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 That was a good job. Well, but hold on. Go back to that water cat. Was that the vault where the cash was supposed to be cleaned out? Oh, that was, uh, which you don't realize the power of water. Yep. In the vault when we got in there, there was file cabinets, and they had a drive through out there that they put the cash out of the drive through into the main vault. Well, they put that in like a freezer bag, like a, a gallon freezer bag. Well... I was the only one bonded on the job, so I had to go in and clean it out. Well, I accidentally scooped that bags of shit up and or money and threw it in the dumpster. When I dumped it out in the dumpster, I noticed like, oh, there's a whole bag full of cash I just threw away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Glad I didn't throw any cash away today. Yeah, it, was, it was interesting. <laughs> that yeah. could have been close. Yeah, I can say I actually got a break into a couple vaults and uh, got uh, safety deposit boxes. We broke into all those too and. Is it very hard to get into the deposit boxes? You see my movies. Actually, what the guy did there was is he just had a drill. He drilled the lock and then popped it out. Yep. Is what they did on that. They could probably replace him then, too, just put a new lock mechanism That's in That's exactly him. what they did yeah. because okay. of the water and stuff. That's pretty interesting. So, But you said you were carrying out gold bars. Yes. So I can't imagine that they're just letting a bunch of roughneck dudes walk, just carry out gold bars be like, oh, we'll just oh, put the this cops in the back. Oh, there, too. Oh, I imagine, yeah. Yeah, the cops were there, and actually the banker was there, and uh, they, they told me where they was. They were in a filing cabinet in the vault in the basement. So I had to go down and open the door on the vault in the basement. Luckily, it opened. It was just the old rotary dial style. What's a traditional gold bar weigh? What is that, like eight inches by four inches? Or? These were smaller than what I thought they would be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a pecker. Like yeah. a pecker. Yeah. Smaller than I thought it'd be. Well, well ten inches. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shit's getting deep. Somebody's getting flooded. Now, these were like eight inches by probably, I'm going to say, three by, oh, maybe inch, inch and a half. Still pretty heavy though, weren't they? I mean, yeah, they were really cool. They were all it marked what their purity was on them and everything else, and they were in plastic covers. And yep, but yeah, I got to carry those out. And there was uh, what the heck was I think there was nine fire cabinets down there, file cabinets. And Mister Diebold taught me how to break into those. You on a certain brand, you go back like an inch and a half, drill a hole, pound the lock out. <laughs> so he told me how to do all this stuff <laughs> before I went down there. So on those. Uh... Those gold bars, I think now it's like, what, $1,000 an ounce maybe? No, I think it's more now. I think it's like two. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, how heavy were they? I mean, one bar. Boy, you know, there were in ounces and it said on it, but I do not remember. Hmm. I, I I know I've just held gold before. Yeah, I oh, fancy. No, I think it was a, I think it was held gold before. But I, I think you were with me. Is that a field way. trip or something we went to and some museum had like. Was it seventh grade? Yeah. Could have been. Speaking of that, I was walking through the job site the other <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I found a piece of gravel with gold on the edge of it. Everybody thinks it's pyrite, of course. but Right. No, I, I'm thinking I hit it big. I'd yeah. quit. I'd walk out. Fuck it. Look yeah. what I found. That's 36 exactly, years. That's exactly <laughs> what I said, too. Like, I'm retiring. <laughs> <laughs> Done with this shit. So you've been there 36 years? Yes, I have. 
I work for a lady too. Yep, I've, you've talked a lot about yeah, her. Chris is pretty cool shit. She yep. is so how, how did you go from a Texas uh, paver to to asbestos? Yeah. Well, actually, at the time, I, you remember Judy Larson that actually run the bar downtown. Here? Quincy's mom. No, that's that's Judy Stevens. Oh, okay. Barry's mom. It would be Lee LeVere, Sandy, all them guys. You know, they run the restaurant down there. <laughs> Actually, I got in there through them. Okay. That's yeah. pretty interesting. Were the rights there at that time, Dave and Jack? No, or they Dave, come, and Dave and Steve work for us and Mike. And Mike, yeah. Yeah, they come in later on. But. Yeah, because Dave's still there too, right? No, he retired. Oh, did he? Yeah, he worked there probably 30 years or 25. Yep. Yeah, I, you've talked a lot about her, and not even fluffing her, but yeah, you've talked... Good place to work, you've mentioned. Well, yeah, she put up with me for that long, and we all know I'm not an easy gig. <laughs> so, is it like, have you been there the longest of all? Because I imagine there's yes. kind of a lot of turnover yes. in we a actually, place like that. Yes, we're pretty lucky. we got a good company. Most of our guys have been there 25 years, wow. 20 years. I mean, hardly anybody quits. Can't well, get that fired. says a lot if they've been there that <laughs> can't long. Get yeah. Fired. yeah, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over the years, you know, we've we've given it a shot. Right. Yeah, because you were... Kicked 20. out of motels, everything else. Yeah, you were 20 when you started working there, yes, 21. Yes, I was. So. We were out of control. <laughs> yeah, because now, at whatever, 52 or whatever you are, you're you're pretty well all mild and that, laid yeah, back by now. I am. Mild and laid back by now. I've matured. So, as far as the work stuff goes, any other big work stories that come to mind? Like, oh, did, you, did you ever lose anybody off a roof or... <clears throat> shoot somebody in the face with steam or something Actually, like that we uh we were on a job site at south high and uh it was i'm not gonna say who the other company was but they were uh dropping great big ducks off of the roof hvac ducks and wqrp and uh we went uh, those turkeys I'm yeah <laughs> from cincinnati <laughs> yeah and uh anyway they uh had a turnbuckle old style where you throw the sandbags on the winches on the roof, you know. And uh, the kid had the rope wrapped around his arm, and it drug him off the roof. Oof. Oh, shit. Like Killed deadliest him. catch. <laughs> now thir- three floors down to the bottom. He uh, was standing in the coil and threw the bag well, off? Well, he wrapped a rope around his arm. Yep. And when the duck, they threw the duck off, the other two boneheads, it was too heavy for him, and he couldn't handle it. Oh, shit. So it just drug him off, just drug him right off the roof. Ooh. Ripped his arm off. It was in the turnbuckle. Jesus. Was, what a way to go. That was a, not the best thing to see. Well, no. thanks for listening, guys. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. OSHA's coming. <laughs> so so you, you get, uh, you've you been on the job site for a long time. Other hobbies that you might have, because I know what they are, but oh, yeah. share with the group what other oh, things. Oh, I like. But uh, hold on. you got to go back to when you're 20 years old. Oh, when I was 20 years old. I've always been a horsepower freak on cars and stuff like that. Uh, I graduated into motorcycles a little later in my life, but I've always liked dirt bikes and cars. So what was your first fast car? You had the Chevelle in school. What was your first muscle car? I had a 69 Mach 1. I built Yellow one? Yep. I remember that. And I built that thing up all by myself. Bought a basket case and put it all together. Down where Larry Shoning lives now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember driving by my bicycle. Drew Pohl and I, he was pulling me on the bicycle, and I was riding rollerblades, and I'm hanging on the back of his seat. I'm like, look at this guy over here. Drunk, playing on his Mach 1. Yeah. Hammer. We're going to be buddies one day. Yeah, did that in a one-car garage. <laughs> that was a sharp car. I remember, it sat outside all the time there when you were working fun. on it. <laughs> so did that car ever get you in any trouble? Oh, yeah. Yes, it did. Actually, I got a couple uh, speeding tickets in it and some other stuff. 
I think the biggest thing be. about that old car is Ryan Hoos used to have a Trans Am. Him and I used to race each he other talked about all, all the time. time. Yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that. So is that the car that you've been most proud of and you, that you've ever owned? No, I think my one I got now is probably my favorite. Okay. I have a 12 GT500. Pretty quick. Fast. Like Pretty. real fast. Well, you mentioned on the way here, you drove to work yesterday and got in two races. He's like, yeah, I had to race two people on the way to work. People won't leave you alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, it's not that people won't leave you alone. It's you're looking for people to not leave oh, you alone. Is that what I'm doing, Brad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's walking around. You guys see me? I'm yeah. not driving fast yet, but I sure yeah. can. Come get <laughs> some of this shit. You got mag- a magnet on the side of it. Yeah. It says race me, yep. puss. Come here. <laughs> you ain't shit. Yeah. You ain't shit. <laughs> Never get laid in that. <laughs> so when did you get into motorcycles? You had the mini bike when you were little, and yeah. you mentioned you were later in life where you got into them. Actually, I uh, when I got out of school, I bought my first dirt bike. It was like a, it was ridiculous. It was like a 465YZ. That thing broke my arm, broke my leg. I think it broke my arm twice, broke my leg once. A two-stroke? Two-stroke, yeah. Holy shit, that was a man killer. Oh, that thing was a beast. I didn't know that Yamaha made one. Yeah, it was beautiful. Silver rims, or gold rims and stuff. So that had been late 90s? It was an 88. Really? I didn't know they the made a big was. 500 like that back then. Yeah, it was a beast. Yeah, that had been... I duty. probably should have started with like a 250 or something, you know, but go big or go <laughs> yeah. home, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> brap, brap. Yeah. <laughs> so did you ever have any bad train wrecks on that one? Oh, yes. Broke my arm twice, broke my leg once. Just to be bopping around town or oh, yeah, tracks? Yeah, you know, or... like in fifth, rear, fifth gear wheelies and climbing the dirt piles out there at the quarry. Yep. Well, good thing we didn't ride together back then. Right. Yeah, we have enough trouble now. Yeah, Brad be a solo I, show right now. When Brad and I kind of met, you know, uh, Brad, I got in a little argument down in Emerson, and he was swinging around on some big dude's back, and then we went for a ride, and he broke his back. I think I was fish hooking him. Shriver's <laughs> like, eh. you see that some bitch over there? I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm going to get him. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, I would have never have guessed yeah. Brad was ever in a fight. Well, he was getting the big dude, and I was... I'm like, yeah, it's great, and I'm just in there swinging. I think I hit some kid in the face. You're like, I'll finger that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got him. (laughs) That was one of Jess's first dates up here, which also I think was Mike and Amy Smith's first date possibly down there at Street Days in Emerson. Heck of a deal. I think. We brought everybody together on that. I think so. Yeah, Jess was up here visiting, and we had a great time. I fight for a reason on that Now, we have a lot of high school dudes that listen to this program. I don't recommend it. Not super happy that you guys are listening. However, let this be a lesson that fighting will get you uh, laid. Yeah. Laid and married. <laughs> yeah. Laid and married. I married her. Married the shit out of her. Yeah. So if you just want to get laid, don't win. Yeah. If you, you want to get, get married, then You'll win. get more pity. She'll come back to soothe your wounds. Like, oh, you pussy, you lost. Yeah, oh. yeah throw it at you one time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time you'll ever see this. <laughs> so, well, yeah, speaking of that, so I remember that trip down there. And the first time we rode... I think it was up there in Atlantic, that RV yes, park, or the old Schoberg's. And I remember that. We had the same machines. Yeah, we had the same machine. I was up there with Patrick and yeah, the other Brad both show Patrick's. Off. Show me how it's done. Yeah, it didn't end well. I was, we were on the four-wheeler, and it was after I had that bike rack, and I was healed up, and we were riding four-wheelers, and there's this double, and we'd been going over it kind of didn't slow. Did you say something earlier about not learning a lesson from... Yes, there's the Hold key. on. There's the key thing right there. <laughs> Hold on. Brad learning lessons. I was 22... 
He was 44. That's, you didn't see me get hurt that day. I was saying, that, don't do that, Brad. You pussy hit it in another gear. <laughs> we're going over this little double, and it's, I'm like, oh, I think we can hit this. And so I finally get up the curves, and, meow, 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 and I hit it, and I, I'm in the air. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. He didn't make it. And I watch the landing go way behind me. Oh, fuck, I'm going to land on the flat. And I'm just, I'm waiting for waiting for it, and I hit, boom, I slam off the bag, break my pelvis, end up in a pile. <laughs> And this is like it, 10 months, a year and a half after I had that bad wreck. Yeah. Mom loved us so much. Yeah. <laughs> and so my Dad buddies come up. Nick Patrick comes up. Oh, dude, you fucking nailed him. Like, oh, oh, I'm dying. He's limping around. And Shriver comes up. What gear did you hit it in second? Like, fourth. Too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah, you kind of overshot <laughs> so, it. <laughs> so these guys were like, well, it's a pretty good place to ride. So they kept riding for like an hour and a half, and I had to sit in the tailgate with a broken pelvis, wait for them to finish riding. And I had a manual pickup. I said, ah, Jess, you're going to have to drive home. I can't drive. And so we get home, and he's like, all right, we're home. And so he goes inside, and I'm out in the driveway, and I get out of the truck, and I lean on the side of the truck. I'm like, oh, man, this, this is really bad. Every time I move, I can feel something pulling, separating. After like an hour, he comes back out. You all right, dude? <laughs> like, no. No, call my mom and dad. I'm going to have to go to the hospital. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, just a hairline crack right on the left side of the old taters. But uh, yeah. it uh, enough that it hurt pretty freaking bad. Yeah. That was the end of my high-performance sports. Yeah, I, I've noticed that. The way you ride motorcycles and then you go. Yep, that's why I don't own one. Yeah. That's why I don't own one. All right, if we're swapping these kind of stories, guys, I one time cut the tip of my finger off making cucumber salad. <laughs> Did it stay in the salad? Uh, we had to throw it all out. Oh, shit. Did you toss the salad? I tossed the salad. <laughs> oh, that was your first I, time you tossed the salad? Yeah, for a committee. <laughs> <laughs> With a mandolin? Yeah. Yep, yeah just, oh, yeah, I see yep, it happening. Yep, then old... old Terry with an eye, yeah, got me a yep. mandolin for my wedding. Yeah, she's good at that. She can make a hell of a cucumber salad. Yep. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, back back to Terry. Sorry, we got sidetracked. I got sidetracked. Oh, okay. there. So sorry, my That's story right. really brought down the conversation. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> so, what, what was your first bike you had? You had the motorcycle. What about your first street bike? Uh, my first street bike was a GS one thousand. This is is that a Suzuki? That's a Suzuki. Yeah. Sounds like overkill again. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I actually owned that and never wrecked it. Is that what Rod rides now? Rod rides a 1100 Special, I Yamaha? think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I actually owned that bike for quite a while and never, ever ruined it. And I oh, left okay. it alone. That's even the big thing. So, the, fir well, the first time you laid down a street bike? Oh, boy. I mean, you know, not just falling over your driveway. I think that was Chris Myers's bike when I was riding it on the gravel. He had a, uh, what are they, a Vrago 750 or something like that. I was riding and... I was a cruising along the old gravel road headed out to mom and dad's and uh, a car run the stop sign and I had to lay it down. Ooh. It's like, woo. And what what goes through your mind from the time like, yo, this this might be bad to the time like, oh, fuck, this is going to be really bad. You know, it's amazing how slow it goes for you when it does happen because you you actually have time to react. It's happened to me quite a few times, and <laughs> <laughs> you'd be amazed. You have times to make decisions. Right. And uh, the decision that day was to lay it down and get skinned up. Have you learned how to wreck better in all your piles? I think so, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, get on top I mean, of that bike and get burnt instead. You're still here. Yeah. Yeah. I got a few scars, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We ain't talked about the best it, one yet. <laughs> rather be burnt than broken. Yeah. The so, Terry story. Yeah. I, I know you've had some bicycle wrecks, but I mean, do you ever get tore up in any of them? Uh, no bullshit. Yeah. Uh, in, okay, so I, I cycle a bit. With a radial uh, flyer or anything like that? No, man. Uh, no, I've, I've wrecked a couple times on Ragbri. Um, mm. The first time... I was on a bike that I was, it was my first rag bra. It was a bike a little big for me, but it had those, those, those leaners where you could really just oh, yeah. lean into it. Put your elbows, Put your elbows down. Yeah, yeah. elbow in. So I, and I maybe should have practiced forward. a bit before, but it was getting, it was were late in the were day. Were in the sauce? It was, uh, yeah, we've been drinking all damn day. So I'm like, I'm going to lean into these. No one's around me. It's kind of a beautiful little, you know, Iowa night in the summer. So I lean into it and I'm going, I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty fucking comfortable. So I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then, so when Ragbrag goes through a county, the county, generally they fix up the road a little bit and they make it look pretty nice. So they put new gravel on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. So I, when I leaned out of the uh, the racers there, I'm going to call them that, uh, I, I kind of scooted over towards the shoulder. And when my front tire hit that, uh, that loose gravel, it just completely fucking turned on me and I went ass over elbows. And I was clipped in. I was so going to say that as as I was. Oh, your feet were clipped. Yeah. In. Oh. So as I was going over the handlebars, you kind of have to do like the the. Did Wizard you do of a Oz. full tumble and land back on the wheels? Oh man, that would have been sweet. <laughs> that was close, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled that off. So as I was flying through the air, I reversed uh, Wizard of Oz and I clicked my heels apart, which is how you get out of the the clips. So then I tumbled into the ditch. The bike kept going. And, and tumbled, and I popped up out of the ditch, and no one's around me. I was like, okay, that's that's not bad. So I'm dragging my bike out of the ditch, and I'm getting up there, and this guy comes flying up, and he, holy shit, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. No. He's like, that looked so bad back there. <laughs> <laughs> Did it goes, bend your bike? Because your wheels are pretty fragile, aren't they? No, it, like I said, the bike was way too big for me. It shouldn't have been a ragbri bike. but Too big? Were you seven? No, it was like. You're so, six foot tall. How so it too my big bike for you? is like a 56 you let the seat down when they're too big. Yeah, yeah. It was a banana seat. Uh, <laughs> it was my dad's. You're not a you're not a small fellow. I mean, no, I was then. You you haven't shrank. You're six foot tall. Well, yeah, but I was also like 180 pounds opposed to like 240 right now. Mm. I don't. Thanks, I, COVID. I don't see how the bike's so big for you. So it, they're, I mean, you act like it's, sizes. You're riding Frankie's bike. It, and it and was a steel bike. One of them. 28 inches. Yeah. Right. It was a steel frame bike. My nuts hit the rack when I stood up. Oh, I hate yep. that. Uh, get wrapped around the chain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn this Iowa heat. So that was, the, that was the only time. I've seen a couple pretty sweet wrecks. This lady in front of me popped a tire. Your sister-in-law? No. Oh, I've seen her wreck bad. That was, those aren't fun. Well, just this spring she wrecked bad, didn't you? Yeah. The, the, well, the last wreck bad, she broke a rib. Yeah. Ouch. Three ribs. But no, this lady on the way into Ames, Iowa, she popped the tire and her whole rig just turned sideways on her, and she flipped over. Well, there's a fucking million people on Ragbri, and I'm not trained to do anything, so I just got over on the side and kept riding. On your left. Well, <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm just going to be in the way. Right. I'm. There's plenty of people around to help. Do you need some commentary? Because I can help with that. Yeah. You guys yeah. You guys want a dick joke? Because I watched her eat shit pretty hard, and I got a couple <laughs> right in the barrel. I saw everything. But as, as I drove by, like it's just a pool of blood. Just streaming out and like, uh, going right through now that. Now's not the time. 
I know, yeah, I don't want rooster tail blood up my back. Yeah, it'll splatter on my face. <laughs> Burn out on it. So it turned out she, when she hit the ground, it just split her lip. And you know how your lip bleeds when you yep. when drink you just, a lot of beer, you know? Yeah. So, on her face. On her face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she hit that center bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. You don't want a labia bleed. So I think we got, we're comfortable now, Terry. We've had a couple beers. Yeah. Uh, let's get the good stuff. Let's hear right. the good Terry Shriver stories. All right. Let's hit the pause button right here on The Hazardous Man, and we'll be back next week with another edition, part two, if you will.